Podcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dubac Discussion Podcast. Your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews. With your hosts, TJ Bowser and Jared Bachman Stubbs. said i want to get dicked down like a fucking donkey oh you sound good what's up guys and welcome to the do back discussion podcast this is your host tj bowser and joining me as always is jared the dark jedi and chad vader what up bitches <laughs> your pause on the first one was much longer than normal so i was like i guess i'm enjoying myself this time <laughs> well welcome to episode 39 guys of the do back discussion podcast uh, we are 127 days out from Star Wars Celebration Chicago, and we are 380 days out from Star Wars Episode Nine. Woo! Hell yeah! The fucking introduction of Raylo. No, no, no. The introduction of Raylo is Force Awakens. Episode oh, really? Nine is going to be the climax of Raylo. Wait, which one's going to climax though? They both will together. I think, it'll be I think beautiful. I heard that's going to be the actual subtitle, the climax of Raylo. <laughs> I'm fucking done. Oh, yes, that is excellent. That's going to be one of our. Uh, Actually, there'll be three people coming that day. Oh, Ray, Kylo, and Jared in the theater. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> oh, he's going to be stuck to the seat by the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. Oh my hey, I, I wear my Kylo Ren outfit to uh, premieres, so I. Can't oh get, God! I don't, that that outfit is solid black. So let's uh, let's avoid making too much of a mess. <laughs> really expose that flesh tone on that black, huh? <laughs> so, uh, what'd you do this week, Jared? What did I do this week? Um, just working a lot. Uh, once we're done with the show tonight, I am going to be putting up my Sithmas tree in my room. Ooh, um, Sithmas. And, you know, just looking forward to all the trailers we're getting this week. We got the really good Captain Marvel trailer last week. What's a night. Captain Marvel? What? Who's Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel is Carol Danvers. She's one of the most powerful beings in the Marvel Universe. Played by? Uh, Brie Larson. Oh. Is that a porn star? No. You know, next year we actually get two Captain Marvel movies. What do you mean? Oh, Ben Technically, yeah. Oh, technically, yeah. We get Shazam. (laughs) You're right. Fuck you, Marvel. Um, Stealing that name from DC. And then Wednesday we're getting the Avengers uh, four trailer. Are you sure about we that? The, yes, we are. We're getting it's been yeah, confirmed. Yeah, it's going to be on Good Morning America. It? We are going to get the title and the trailer for Avengers four, and allegedly by the end of the week we are getting the trailer, first trailer for Spider Man Far From Home. And what's the uh, was, what's the, the the timeline for Far From Home? After I'm assuming Avengers. it takes place after Avengers yeah. four. No. Oh. 
Oh, so we're going to get a movie that takes place after, so we'll know that Spider-Man comes back. Of course he does. Everybody's going to come back. Oh. It's just a matter yeah. of how. Snap your fingers! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can someone please put that song in? <laughs> it just Don't zooms into Thanos and like, just the snap. <laughs> snap your fingers! <laughs> you should have gone for the head. Let me see you do it. Um, uh, but yeah, I know we talk about Star Wars on this show, but my heart as a Marvel fanboy is very happy with everything coming out this week. Let's not forget about and, the premiere of Aquaman this month. Oh, dude, I'm so hyped. I think it looks good. I like Aquaman as a character. Same. I like you as a character. Oh, you. Hey, hey, I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> oh, I love this. So uh, the audio for this episode's all over the place. I can tell you that. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah, these wavelengths are fucking pitiful. Famous last words by George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what'd you do this week, Jared? I thought we were just talking to me. It's Chad. No. Yeah. Oh, we were? Yeah. Chad? <laughs> well, last week, as everybody hopefully knows, we did our first episode of Gore and More, our first Woo-hoo! horror podcast. We talked about the time that dreaded sundown. Had a lot of fun doing that. I'm really looking forward to the next one. And other than that, I started playing Fallout 76 this week, and I named my character jokingly Raylo, but I accidentally hit the submit button instead of the erase, so, uh, <laughs> so now Raylo is wandering the Appalachian Wastes. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. So, so that's been my week, is uh, is uh, playing with Raylo. Forced to be uh, Jared's fantasy. <laughs> or is it reality at this point? Right now, Jared's, yeah. right now, Jared's hey. thinking, oh god, I gotta find, I gotta get that game just so I can find him. Yeah, for real. Must see Is this Raylo. the Raylo server? <laughs> this is the Raylo server. It'll just, I'll have my headset on, but I'll just be like playing the uh, <laughs> kind of like that really crazy trailer for The Last Jedi that yes. came out. Uh, like the whole time, and all I hear is like, dun, 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 darkness rises and light to meet it. And that's all you'll hear is just me hunting for Raylo. <laughs> Jared in the quest for Raylo. Uh, that's some good shit right there. Absolutely. <laughs> so I didn't do anything this week. Thanks for asking. Uh, I finished my <laughs> Friday the 13th Part 3 of Cosplay, which will premiere at Steel City Comic Con, which we are announcing that Jared and I will be appearing at this Friday, December 7th. You will see. Anakin Skywalker walking around with Jason Voorhees answering all your Star Wars questions and horror movie questions because we do that now. One of us will be much more useful for the horror movie side of it. That'll be me. The encyclopedia of all things nerd. Uh, Yeah, we'll be there probably from 11 till 6 or 7 depending on what we do. Whenever we run out of gas. And we won't be there to go eat lunch or something because I will be very having a very romantic dinner with Jared, you know, Anakin and Jason. Aww. <laughs> when Anakin met Jason. <laughs> It'll be glorious. Batting eyelashes. We'll climax together. Five guys. <laughs> we Wait, very different who talked about bringing five one. guys into this? Now I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> he heard Anakin on Jason and had five guys. He got all excited. 
<laughs> the Knights of Ren. <laughs> <laughs> Knights um, of Ren, like running a train, <laughs> poor Ben Solo over the thing of fucking peanuts out of Five Guys. Hell yeah. That's a graphic image for the kiddies at home. You fucking know it. Now you know why the peanuts are salted. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm fucking dead. All right, so Star Wars news. Yeah, uh, Mando news from MakingStarWars.net. Let's see what we got here. So Amanda Ward says Star Wars leak shared some information from a marketing meeting they attended that may have revealed the MacGuffin. Of Star Wars the Mandalorian. The information is very likely spot on as the information the poster shares for episode 9 also rang true to things I have been hearing for some time now. Quote, I guess the Mandalorian encounters a baby on one of his missions that he is supposed to kill. But instead of that, he ends up saving it and a lot of the rest of the story revolves around their growing relationship and his efforts to keep the child safe and protected. I like so this a lot. So it's Lone Wolf and Cub? Yeah. You getting that kind of feel from it too? Jared, do you know what Lone Wolf and Cub is? No, not at all. I'm just saying I like this premise. Okay, so you agree with him? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so is the Mandalorian about the Mando protecting a baby? What was interesting to me about that was back in late 2017 when I first learned about this series, I was told it was about the heir to the Mandalore. And the hero was on a quest to restore Mandalore. It makes me wonder if that's still the great plot of the story, or if maybe the baby is the heir. I assume was in the hero in the Mando suit. When we've seen the Mando on set, we have seen something on his back. We theorized it was his gun, and it was a hindrance, so they were going to do it in CGI. But now I wonder if he actually has a baby strapped to his back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it'll be like that joke from The Hangover where they're like making fun of uh, Ed Helms' character. Yes. Or, no, was it Ed Helms or Zach Galifianakis' character who had the baby in the papoose the whole time? Zach Galifianakis. Okay, I thought so. It was just like just the Mandalorian just like running through fucking blaster fire with the baby in a papoose just killing motherfuckers. Oh yeah. So, the poster also mentions the Mandalorian's armor changing. This is true. I have been told that by episode 3 of the series, the Mando costume we saw in the official photo is totally different. Basically, the Ooh. Mando has a full-on different suit compared to what we saw in the photo. Because of the costume change for the last few months, the MSW crew have been scratching its heads about this thing on the back of the Mando, which we will now be, in fact, a child. She goes on to say, I would still say, in somewhat unverified, that was seeing the baby on the Mando's back, but is the best guess of the time. I know there are Mando rocket packs in the show, but what's on the back seems a lot larger than a Rocket cones to me. I'll kick that over to you now. Do you think that's a baby on his back? If the child is the key to restoring Mandalore, it has some really interesting ramifications for the Star Wars, fall for the future of Star Wars. The child will pretty much be the same age as the characters like Kylo Ren and Poe Dameron. What if the restoration isn't complete until after Episode Nine? Could this child be a main character we're going to see in the future of Star Wars beyond the sequel trilogy? Mandalore Rising is. Again, pretty good for Mandalore. But will it be everyone else's and Republic attempting to reform in the aftermath of the First Order? On Friday, I confirmed that Tatooine is a location for the Mandalorian, after spotting Jawas on set. In the aftermath, we had a character named Cobb Vanth, who liberated a town. 
Wills. <laughs> that said, if the Reddit <laughs> poster assertion that the Mando was supposed to kill the children at first triggered, that doesn't seem to ring true with Cobb's character and tone. So right now I'm leaning towards Vaughn being really unlikely at this point. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think? Talk about this. Discuss this. Jared? I like the sound of it a lot. I really like this premise. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what we were getting into with this. And I really like the idea that the Mandalorian focuses around this baby rescue. And like it was saying, the idea that perhaps um, this kid is a Mandalorian heir, a parent, and he's trying to bring the, the kid back. Or if this kid could possibly prove to be difficult for the for the reascension of Mandalore, and that's why he's sent after the kid. Just to let um, you know, Johnny Grosso and Robin Vogt said that they're interested in meeting up and do back discussion, uh, meet up at Still City Comic Con. Nice. Oh. So that's the Brick City Blockade and Rogue One meeting up with the do back discussion. Like if it actually Friday? happens, if it actually happens, yeah. Like this Friday. Yeah. Oh boy! <laughs> do the hand thing. Do the hand thing. Do, do the hand thing. All right, boy. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> it'd be like uh, go back to like the Marvel joke for a second. Just like Johnny Grosso comes around the corner in like a sexy leather number with an eye patch. Just I'm putting a Star Wars podcast team together. <laughs> um, <laughs> or no. Would it be no, no? That would be Jason Ward. Yeah, Jason, Ar- Jason no, Ward no. would be Fury. <laughs> well, I'm here to save fandom. <laughs> okay, hold on. Give me a minute. I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna figure out who like the core Star Wars podcast Avengers are. <laughs> I'd like the Ant Man of the Avengers for Star Wars podcasting. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm you're totally Spider Man. You're my wasp. Aww. <laughs> No, I was saying, I, that would make me Spider-Man, though, because I'm just the fanboy who just loves everything. Who's just, hey, guys, how's it going? I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> well, shit, that makes me Hawkeye, then. I'm the guy, yeah. the guy <laughs> you guys pulled guy. out of retirement. <laughs> he's the fucking, he's, he's the black guy with the fucking vulture wings just flopping around. Fucking uh, excellent. That was Falcon. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, you said Hawkeye? I said Hawkeye. <laughs> oh, you're not even in half the films anymore. <laughs> But yeah, I really do like the sound of this premise, and I'm—I was always excited Let's for the Mandalorian because it looked interesting. But this is this is really promising. I see Steel being like the Hulk. <laughs> I was just about to say that just because green, just because green. Uh, Tony Stark is Jason Ward. No, Jason Ward would be Fury, who would put the team together. Oh, okay. Who's Johnny is then? Iron Man. Johnny is Tony Stark. Would it be? No, nah, I'm not even gonna say it. Not even gonna say it. What are you gonna say? That? Can't say it. I can't say it on live. It's that bad. Oh, I'll message you on Facebook. <laughs> Keep up with your lineup here. Actually, let's talk about Mandalorian shit. <laughs> Chad, what do you think about Mandalorian? <laughs> Fuck. I think they're taking it in a nice direction. Like I said, it sounds like Lone Wolf and Cub. And it makes more sense, you know what they were saying, that the, the baby's going to be added to the back in post-production. Because I can't see it being a rocket pack, because it'd be just as easy to actually build a rocket pack as a prop. So I think their speculation's going probably the right way. But yeah, I think it sounds really cool. Agreed. So, 
Jared, the next on the uh, show notes here, it says about the Mandalorian ramps it up to Utini. And for you laymen, that's 11 and Huddy's. Could you read that yeah, article for us? Hold on, hold on. I mean, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's things I won't even touch. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wow. This is <laughs> Ouch. I um breathe, Jared. Oh my god. I I didn't know that. Um <laughs> I'm crying. Oh my god. It's so fucking horrible. You're a fucking rat bastard. <laughs> All right. You know, someone's going to listen to this podcast and be like, ooh, he called him a rat bastard. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. That was a straight up shot at Logan. Uh, was it? Oh, yeah. You I, could, used to, I say, say rat Logan. bastard all the time. I didn't. Oh, yeah, he did <laughs> Guys, who's Logan? I, I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him. <laughs> not canon. Fuck not canon. Not canon. That's <laughs> Legends <laughs> material now. <laughs> <laughs> I love this podcast. These Logans. Um, <laughs> the fuck's a Lojan? <laughs> All right. So, uh, like you said, from Star, uh, making Star Wars, the Star Wars, the Mandalorian ramps up to Utini. That's Utini. 11 in Hatties. Actually, uh, shout out to Tim Maddox for drawing up that awesome Utini, a Star Wars story art for our t-shirt release. Yes. All right. It has a normal making Star Wars disclaimer at the top. It has been a weird two weeks in Southern California. It rained the week before we had Thanksgiving, so it was broken up a week. So it was a broken up week. Still, we kept our eye on the location of Star Wars' first streaming show, The Mandalorian. For the last few days, we saw the ramp being built, and we figured it was either a troop transport, an Imperial shutter, shuttle, or a sand A shutter. Crawl. An Imperial shutter. <laughs> <I see. laughs> it's Queen Amadala herself. Oh, um, it's a Queen Amadala herself. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, you took it a bit too far there. <laughs> With the work having mostly been on the lava planet, we didn't think too much about it. Now we believe the ramp is probably for a sand crawler. That planet we've been monitoring, we wanted to that we wanted to be Tatooine, but before but after Jakku and Jetta, we're not running to state as much state as much firmly. Tatooine, aka the cradle of Star Wars fantasy itself, is clearly in the Mandalorian. We saw tech and shared our architecture but now we've actually seen features only seen on tattooing itself on that set so yeah they also saw some jawas um so it's basically all but confirmed that uh tattooing will be in the mandalorian and solaced that's due back discussion of it. yeah if that's not solace then i'm fucked like i, I i'm willing to bet money that that's solace Everybody else is saying it's Solace, so yeah, it has to be. It has to be. I mean, we want it to be, because we've never seen Solace other than Battlefront 1, right? 
Yeah. Uh, Chad, would you like to talk about the next Mandalorian news? I would be delighted to. This is actually kind of funny because... Uh, yeah, and talking about this, what are they like doing? Bringing it back like all the 80s action stars? I guess. And putting them into Mandalorian? But no, this this is why it's funny. I was at my in-laws this past weekend and they were watching... Uh, oh, you were in your in-laws, you kinky motherfucker. I'm going to throw a punch you. <laughs> but no, uh, Three Fugitives is I'll on. I like it. Three Fugitives is on, and I'm sitting there thinking, what the hell has Nick Nolte been up to these days? Nothing. Nothing. So apparently he's going to be in The Mandalorian. So this is also from uh, MakingStarWars.net. says, Nick Nolte joins the Star Wars The Mandalorian. Boris oh, Kid- son of a bitch. What? You don't like Nick Nolte? Oh, no, it's not Nick Nolte. Just all of... Uh... Galaxy of Heroes YouTube just exploded. They announced that they were adding C-3PO to the game. And um, they didn't confirm what we were going to need to unlock him. But they just confirmed that we need to farm up and gear up all the fucking Ewoks to get 3PO. You and that fucking game, dude. Dude, I've sunk a sizable amount of cash into Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Well... How about you take that cash and fucking buy a new microphone, you ch- you fucking cuck? Did you chuck and fucking cuck? What? You heard me, a chuck and fucking cuck. <laughs> you chuck and fucking cuck. You can sink all the money you want into it. It's still a shitty mobile game. Dude, Galaxy of Heroes is actually oh, really dude, fun. The mobile games are so boring. No, not not Swogo, bro. Oh, it's great. I, I no, fucking I, love Swogo. You know who's not boring? Jesse's mom. Oh. Oh. Snatch boy quit. Uh, anyway. Okay, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about Nick Nolte here. Boris Kitt at the Hollywood Reporter has a report, <coughs> which has been corroborated, Umberto Gonzalez at the rap, that uh, Nick Nolte's joined the cast of Star Wars The Mandalorian. MSW has recently reported that Pedro Pascal is up the leading role as the Mando himself. We knew that. Yeet. We have also had several reports that Carl Weathers has a role as well, and if he doesn't, he damn well oh, fucking needs son one. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, and Gina Carano is said to have a part, and now the rap reports, and I quote, Nick Nolte has joined the cast of The Mandalorian, Disney's upcoming live-action Star Wars TV show from John Favreau, individuals with knowledge of the project tell the rap. The cast of The Mandalorian is shaping up to be one of the more interesting Star Wars ensembles we've seen between what has been reported and what has not. Nolte has too many parts to pick. One is his defining role, but it's pretty interesting to see him coming aboard Star Wars. That reminds me when Woody Harrelson came aboard Solo, Star Wars Story, which I just saw last week and fucking loved. Excellent movie! Loved it. Uh, He's really known to anyone in their 30s, but for younger Star Wars fans, this will likely be their introduction to Nolte. Sadly, yes. 48 hours. Another 48 hours. Dude, he's fucking badass. He like is. I said, I just saw him in Three Fugitives, and this is a, this is a lot better movie than I thought of. Uh, Noldy has a fun choice for Star Wars, and even has a clone that lived... <laughs> even has a clone that lived named Gary Busey, who has also acted in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, shit, I should have read that before I even said it. That was funny as hell. Uh I can't remember if it was the last convention or the convention that Ian McDiarmid was at, but I like literally bumped into Gary Busey when he was there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Gary Busey was at the last. No, wait. And I turned around. I saw it was him. I'm like, 
hi, Mr. I got super fucking excited. I was like, hi, Mr. Busey. He went, hi. <laughs> I, I was at that one. That's the same one uh, me and my buddy went to, and he ran into John Wesley Ship in the pisser. That's great. He met the original Flash in the pisser. I said, please tell me you didn't shake his hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, that was classic. But yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah, I was at that one too. The last one? Was it the, no. It was the one before. The last one had the Dukes of Hazard reunion, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was the one before that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's right, because you guys had a booth the last one and I couldn't make it. Yes, that's right. Look at you being the Uber Duback fan that you are. <laughs> uh Jared. Um, I'm excited for it. You know, it, it's cool. Nick Nolte is a phenomenal performer. So are um, you. So is Jesse's mom. Oh! <laughs> Fuck. See, this is not one of these days we need to just start doing this as like a recorded Skype call for the amount of times I just hang my head and disappear. We're so Savage Press up in this shit. Oh, sh- oh, fuck Savage Press. He's the worst <laughs> character that came out of Cliff. Fuck your mother! Oh! What do you mean? Are you racist against Dathomirians? You, you love you fucking liberal. <laughs> Wait, where's no, that I social justice warrior song? She's poorly written. Don't maybe play social justice warrior. You can't play social justice warrior. I'm discriminating against an alien race. Why? Why don't you like Dathomirians? Well, I mean, you were asking you accused me of that. I don't mind Dathomirians. I'm just saying, I think Savage. What's wrong with Savage? But yeah, I dislike Savage. Is he because he's Dathomirian? No, it's because he's a shitty character. And How? He's stupid. Nope. Okay, boy, we're going Oh, wait, wait. I know why. It's because he's a light-skinned Dathomirian. Uh-huh. Oh, light-skinned, yeah. He's light-skinned. <laughs> um, no, I just... He just lumbers around like a big fucking oaf the whole time. And, you know, I just... I didn't find him interesting at all. I cheered whenever Palpatine fucking bodied him. Yeah. Like, I, whatever he, like, I mean, granted, it also had a lot to do with how dramatic he fucking murdered him. Which yeah. He has, like, the big flourish and, like, stabs him backwards. <laughs> but, you know, like, my best friend, Spencer, who also watched Clone Wars, that's whenever they made the move to airing them fucking Saturday mornings. Yeah. So he and I are up at, like, 8 a.m. on a Saturday oh watching my. Clone Wars. And um, he he started out liking Savage. I always hated him. And once it happened, and he got stabbed in the fucking chest. I immediately called him, like, "Did you see that?" He's like, "That was awesome!" Like, we were both so excited to see Savage get killed. Haters, fucking yeah, Savage. Anyway, anyway, boy. So, making Star Wars also reports. That they have an exclusive video and photos of a vehicle being moved on on the set of The Mandalorian. More Mandalorian news. Please do not share the details of this article openly. Fuck! While watching Star Wars The Mandalorian come together, I've seen a lot of stormtroopers with trash bags over them. These cloak hide the costumes and perhaps protect the costumes from unwanted dust. On this particular day, we saw the trash bag cloak from for a small ship. Okay, not really, but the ship has moved from the set wrapped in a giant black tarp. If you're reading this site dedicated to making Star Wars, I assume you're like me and you take the 
eccentric over nothing and you'll take nothing. Uh, you'll take something potentially new in any way and you experience it. And this photo below, you got to feel for the, for the shape of the small ship or speeder. Do you see in the landing gear on the bottom of the ship? I would guess the ship could hold one to three people, depending on how the cockpit is situated. Or Jesse's mom's. Oh, the ship is a weird size and that it is bigger speeder of or a small ship. So uh, just scroll down and I'll hit play. Okay. Uh, yeah, just a big ass thing with a fucking tarp on it. Massive. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you can see the landing gear there. Oh, that's most certainly a speeder. That's pretty cool, though. Misa like. Yeah, it's got to be a speeder. It looks like it has an open back there at the end. <laughs> oh, I was hoping you were going to go full boss mass with the. Misa like! Misa What's the sound of me motorboating Jesse's mom? <laughs> I am telling her you said that. No, no, I'm the one motherfucker who does not make these stupid fucking jokes. You have to do me dirty like that. We do Jesse's mom dirty. Oh! Anyway. Oh! Too hot in the house. We also have a video of Taika Watiti. I fucking love Taika Watiti. That's just like a son of his name. Is this what having a stroke? Is this a fight? boss fight? Am I dying? I don't know. Jason, you're a weirdo. Okay. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm going to guess Jason made the music for that. I'm just going to guess. <laughs> then there's some blue, like, foldable CG panels that they put up, up and down, you know, so ILM can work that work, that worky work, work that worky work. Uh, work, work, Angelica, work, work, Eliza, and Peggy. Are you done? Are you done? Uh, yeah, that was all cool and stuff, but Mandalorian seems to be coming along. I like how much coverage we have of this, thanks to Jason. Yeah. This is pretty cool. He's killing the game. He's doing the damn thing. So you want to talk about the Russo brothers? Oh, yeah, 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 because there was that big, uh little Marvel reunion up at the set of the Mandalorian. Is that what we're talking about? Yeet! <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even need the article for that one. Um, yeah, so we already have John Favreau, who directed the first two Iron Man movies, produced a sizable amount of all of the Marvel movies, and plays Happy Hogan in the Iron Man trilogy and in Spider-Man Homecoming. Excuse me. 
and uh, Taika Waititi, who directed Thor Ragnarok and voiced Korg. Uh, they were also paid a visit by the Russo brothers, who masterfully produ- uh, directed um, Captain America Winter Soldier, Captain America Civil War, and Ooh. a little-known indie film called Avengers Infinity War, as well as the upcoming fourth installment of the Avengers movies. Which we get the trailer for um, tomorrow. Yeah, boy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they all kind of came up to uh, say hey to their other hey. fellow Marvel Hey, what alum. a wonderful kind of day. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Continue. No, that's about it. You know, they all kind of paid him a visit, and it was really cool seeing all the Marvel people <laughs> instead of the Star Wars stuff. And I really want to see the Russo brothers do something Star Wars. That'd be cool. Lots of explosions. They don't do like hella explosions. Yeah, they're, they're not. not uh, they're not J.J. Abrams. <laughs> oh no, he does the lens flares. Yeah, uh, Michael Bay. Bay. I was thinking Michael Bay. Michael Bay does lens flares too. I think Bad Boys has twelve. Aside from one glimpse of a striking armored figure, what's next, guys? What's next, guys? Oh no, uh, I can't take my eyes off that picture of the Mandalorian because that is just so badass. That is a fucking badass thing, isn't it? That is so fucking cool. Uh, uh, we have episode nine. Oh, good, 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 good. We're talking about the helmet. Okay. Oh, episode you want, nine. You shit. want to talk about it? Yeah, I'll talk about it. Talk about so, uh, <coughs> I, uh, does anybody else want to go? Because this is like my second story back to back. No, go ahead. Gonna... Go ahead. If it's Kylo, okay. you take it. Buddy. Yeah, that's your baby. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so a couple weeks came out from the set of episode nine. I already feel like Mark Zero saying that. Um, read details about the details of episode nine. Exactly how he says it. Um, <clears throat> allegedly, no, do not. I said allegedly, and she lit up. <laughs> the continuing adventures of Alexa versus Jared. <laughs> It's a good thing I didn't have my headphones. I have my headphones on because she would have heard that and be like, "Hi, how can I help you?" Dude, um, your Alexa just went off. What? God damn it! Mine went off. <laughs> I just heard it in the background. <laughs> As I say, you have headphones on, so I was going to try to sabotage you that time. I was be like, "Wait, no, impossible." Then, I'll I'll shoot myself in the foot by turning the one next to me on. Me on, me on. <laughs> no, shut up. Anyhow, rumor has it that Kylo Ren is going to it. be rebuilding his iconic helmet with some type of weird red adhesive that will glue it back together. Um, that's a big part of it. There's also a little uh, rumor tidbit that uh, BB-8 will be getting a new sidekick named Do. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, BB-8 will be this droid's father figure, and Kylo may or may not be having a new helmet. Um, I'll well, let you guys talk about this before I weigh in on the Kylo Ren thing because I have a couple opinions on that. I think it's cool. I really do. All right, I think it would look cool. 
Uh, Chad? No, I agree. I like the mask. I, I never saw a problem with it. This would just make it a, even more badass. He whines too much. Nobody likes him as a character. Can't take him seriously. Nothing, Jerry? Yeah, I'm sitting here waiting for something. <laughs> no, I was... I, I thought you were going to put more onto that joke, and I was like waiting for you to finish. But no, fuck you, Kylo Ren is the coolest new character. Um, so... I'm of two minds with Kylo Ren getting his helmet back. Um, he has to take on it one off hand, him and Ray fuck. What? Oh, no, no, no. He's got to keep it on. <laughs> no, keep it on. <laughs> yes, right there. Right there. Right there. Um. <laughs> I hate myself for doing that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um <laughs> I uh <laughs> it depends it depends on what you want the symbolism of his helmet to be. Um how do you perceive it? I subscribe to the idea that the scene where he destroys the helmet in the elevator in Last Jedi was him shaking off the dust of the whole you are the heir apparent to Darth Vader, you are the next Vader, and all of the abuse and manipulation that Snoke threw his way. I like the idea that the moment Kylo Ren destroys his helmet was the moment he decided, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Kill this motherfucker. Um, now, granted, I don't think his whole plan, his plan the whole time, wasn't going to get Ray over here. He's going to try to kill Ray, and then I'm going to save Ray and kill him. But by the same token, by the time that he was like, "Oh, you're hurting her," you were a dead man already. Um. Oh. So I like the idea that Kylo Ren's independence from his uh, fucked up life up to that point was born when he. I am Kylo Ren. I do not need a helmet or a mask to be Kylo Ren. It's me. I it's am that me person. you're looking for. I uh, can see it in your eyes. Now, that being said, I can see I it in <laughs> your smile. <laughs> I also I feel like somebody needs to do a mashup there of that song in Raylo. <laughs> There's got to be a YouTube video of that somewhere. Raylo. Oh my god. <laughs> like totally Roxanne. The Raylo. But it's Raylo. Um, <laughs> I uh I also and even though this isn't my go-to interpretation of everything with the helmet, I also am not opposed to the idea that perhaps the helmet itself is the manifestation of Your best. Kylo Ren's or Ben Solo's Kylo Ren persona uh -huh. <clears throat> and the idea that the red is a that he's using this red adhesive to put the helmet back together is him kind of reassembling this vestige of darkness and like the red is kind of symbolic of a color that's always been associated with the dark side in Star Wars um that it is a manifestation of the dark side being what puts him back together, but in a very temporary and shaky way. Yes. So on one hand, 
it's all going to depend on how they it's all going to depend on the symbolism of Kylo Ren moving forward. Um, however, up to this point, I saw his, the destruction of his helmet as a very big step forward for him. And I kind of feel like him wearing the helmet again is a bit of a regression and is a little bit that sells some toys. Ooh, now you're talking, now you're making all the sweet stem. But you can always make that kind of thing work with <clears throat> a character who has had a lot to do visually. So, yeah, we'll see where it goes. Okay. Is that it for this one? Yep, that's all I have to say. Chad? That's my story and I'm sticking to it. I can see what he's trying to say there, but I disagree with the fact that I see him as wearing the helmet as embracing his destiny and saying, yes, I am the grandson of Darth Vader and I'm going to fuck you up. Ooh, That's how I see him as he wears the helmet. He's he's embracing his his history and his destiny. He's not uh, he's not throwing it away and he's not hiding behind it. He is not throwing away his shot. I'm sorry. I'm the only person who likes Hamilton and I've referenced it twice now. Um, I hear that. But I always interpreted his obsession with Vader as something that Snoke pushed onto him, and that was part of Snoke's kind of mental and emotional abuse of Ben Solo. And I don't think Kylo Ren wants to be Vader. And his whole, you know, let the past die, kill it if you have to, and then whenever after the throne room fight when he's like, you know, let old things die, the Jedi, the Sith – I think that's Kylo Ren just saying, I'm done with this wannabe Darth Vader bullshit. I'm not Darth Vader. I'm Kylo fucking Ren and running with that. But like I said, I think it's all dependent on what the symbolism with that character is moving forward. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, BB-8 might have a little sidekick. So that's cool. <laughs> a sidekick for a sidekick. Yes. Side sidekick kick. Um. All right. Yeah, we can hop into the battlefront stuff now. Um. If we go for like another hour, I'm gonna have to bounce. We'll be fine. We're almost done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just putting that out there because I gotta get ready for work soon. But. All right, battlefront. Who wants to take this, Jimmy? Chad? Oh, all right. Back to Geonosis. EA Star Wars releases Battlefront 2 community update. Let's see here. Uh, Battlefront 2 fans rejoice. It's community update time. Quote, community update time. Psst, stay until the end from Ben Walk. Uh, okay. EA's Dennis Branval gave out the deets. yeah. Yeah. Gave out the deets via video. In addition to the brand new location of Geonosis, the update will introduce Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. The 212th Attack Battalion. Eh, attack Battalion. Talk. Attack Battalion. <laughs> the, the ATTE, the STAP, and the Bark Speeder. And with the update, we're also giving you the opportunity to unlock another appearance for General Grievous. Uh, the trailer has me, a non gamer, ready to head to the store to get this game and start my own adventures. And I got to agree, I actually don't have the game yet. And that one, I saw the trailer. It's fucking badass. And the inclusion of Kenobi makes it a veritable lock for Battlefront 2 to finally make it to my home. 
Uh, throughout the Clone Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi commanded the 212th Attack Battalion, explained Bron Vall. Now they're coming to the game as appearances for the Galactic Republic. Sounds good to me, but check out the Star Wars show for James Arnold Taylor, the voice of Obi-Wan for Battlefront 2, among many other Star Wars projects, and his thoughts on the subject. And there's a video, and for an in-depth review of the Geonosis map, I defer to Hello Greedo, who had a variable, very favorable opinion of the map, which there's another link to another video there. Uh, my favorite line from the review, all of my worries were quickly squashed like a bug. So very, very positive word of mouth there on the new update. Uh, what did you guys think of it? Did you guys see the trailer? Yeah. Wow. Little, uh, the thing he was talking about, about waiting till the end, was a little uh, teaser of a model of Count Dooku's lightsaber. Yes. Yes. Um, I am enjoying the Geonosis Galactic Assault map. They're going to be adding a... Uh, HVV map and a blast map very soon. Oh, I hope yeah. they don't just. I hope they don't just add a section of the Galactic Assault map. I hope they actually add a second location. Like I kind of hope it's Coliseum? the Geonosian Arena. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's the arena. That'd be um, cool. Be very fun. Um, Obi Wan plays really well. He's a very different kind of character. Uh, there's not a whole lot of characters in the game who are as staunchly defensive as Obi-Wan. So a lot of people who play Battlefront 2 and have a very Leroy Jenkins-type playstyle. Leroy Jenkins! They're going to have to <laughs> uh, switch things up to play as Obi-Wan. Yes. Um, as somebody who, and as I've said on this show before, and uh, TJ said I'm the worst person for saying this, who thoroughly enjoys force pushing people off of cliffs during Heroes vs. <laughs> Villains. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi has become my new favorite character because the all-out push is fucking disgusting. Um, you can shit whip a motherfucker all the way across the map and it's great. Um, there were a couple bugs when Obi-Wan dropped. Uh, namely, Obi-Wan if you kind of like walked Kenobi. into me off a little bit of a drop off, not like enough to kill him, but enough to just kind of like boop straight down. Yeah. Uh, sometimes he would stop moving altogether and, uh, he does not have whenever you hit someone with your lightsaber. He doesn't actually, it doesn't actually make any noise. Like it's the, and that's it. There's no hit marker sound or the, uh, which kind of makes it difficult in galactic assault to know when you're actually hitting somebody. But, all in all, Geonosis is really cool. Obi-Wan plays great. We're getting his general new, Kenobi uh, skin this month. New vehicles. Oh, yeah. Uh, the ATT is fun. Um, the stat and the bark speeder are a little hard to handle for the me. What speeder? Um, what? The what speeder? The bark speeder. Say like DMX would. <laughs> the arc speeder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to like get it together because I was like starting to laugh through the bark. Like, <laughs> but Cody, go over there and get the burp spear. <laughs> oh shit! You're you're talking about these bugs in the game, TJ. Have <laughs> you run into the bar, into the uh, the little bug in Friday the Thirteenth on the Pinehurst map? 
What's the bug? Where, where Jason, like if you're swinging at something and you hit the wall in the Pinehurst house, okay. you get like these rainbow colored sparks. What the fuck? <laughs> Is that a bug or an Easter egg? It was a bug. It was a bug. They were supposed to have fixed it in the last update, but holy shit, was it funny. Well, we don't have any support for the game anymore. But that's uh, We do. We do. Um, we will. I think as time goes on and once the lawsuit is settled, they can finally release what they've been working on. The Jason X map. The Jason X map. Yeah, the Grendel map and the Jason X skin. But uh, you, they still are supporting it through bug fixes and things like that. Uh, which I don't even know why we're talking about that on here. Because <laughs> well, it's an awesome okay, fucking game. Is- that's why. General Grievous has become one of my favorite. Also, remember to hit us up on Gormore every other Wednesday. Uh, yep, it's Gormore. Found at DubackDiscussion.net. Uh, your source for everything horror. Yeah, nice, nice okay. little plug. Yeah, nice little plug there. Yeah, that's a little plug. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a little Seinfeld esque back there, Jared. Yeah, nice little plug. <laughs> it's a nice little plug, you know? <laughs> but, Jerry, it's a plug! <laughs> <laughs> Jerry! Um, we talked about the bugs. Grievous, they fixed his abilities like unrelenting advance and thrust surge actually work now. Um, however, there's this amazing little glitch at the animation for thrust surge where if the person, if Grievous misses, and I think if he lands on really weird footing, yes. he just starts anime running. <laughs> <laughs> With all four fucking arms. Yeah. <laughs> and it's happened to me multiple times, and I, like, drop my controller. I'm laughing oh, so hard every time. Oh, dude. Where he'll just be like, make them suffer. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, fucking bolt it like Naruto. It's what we want, though. Yeah. And if he gets hit with a force push, he just flops all around midair. <laughs> like, he... He looks like someone's like thrashing around a fucking whale in the air. That's what you want. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, hey guys, I forgot to tell you this. When I was waiting in line a couple weeks ago and I got the kids the uh, the switch on Black Friday, mm-hmm. I was standing behind this dude in line. He was a total geek like us. Like he had the Santa Yoda shirt on and everything. And we started talking about yeah, Star Wars and stuff. I plugged our show for us. I'm like, oh, hell yeah! I like you. Got to check out our check out our podcast. I told him where to find it. He even looked. He, he looked it up on his phone, bookmarked it, and everything. That's what you want. That's what you want. Shout out to the guy at where Walmart. Walmart and Dubois. Walmart yeah. and Dubois. <laughs> I don't yeah. know your name, but welcome if you're listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Battlefront's coming along really well. Uh, we get in the General Kenobi Clone Wars skin this month at some point, which I'm incredibly excited for. We need mannequin. Um, what? We need to have Mannequin. Oh, yeah, he's coming in February. Holy fuck. Yeah, right? That's why I was pissed whenever we were talking about the roadmap of, like several episodes ago. Um, but we get Dooku in January, Anakin in February, and then who knows what after that. But there were – I think we talked about this before, but there were two voice lines for Grievous that are in the files that – Refer- that he is speaking directly to uh, Ahsoka Tano and Padme Amidala. So one can assume that Padme and Ahsoka are also on their way at some point. But that means two more villains. Which will probably be Ventress and Jango Fett. 
Why would we need Django? Because people want Django. It's just Boba and he's better than Boba Fett. Oh, fuck you! This has already been settled, boy. No, it and hasn't. Six thousand fans told us otherwise. You dick. I'm not stopping. I will not yield. How many fucking guests have we come on to tell you otherwise? They've been wrong. Okay. They were wrong. <laughs> I thought you even submitted to this. I said I would concede for them. I was said I will shut up for now. <laughs> it's back, motherfuckers. I will yeah. put the poll back up. It's uh, funny. But yeah. I'm excited. Battlefront's coming along really well. Part of me would kind of rather they add uh, Windu over um, Padme, yeah. but I guess I want to kind of keep it even between blaster heroes and lightsaber heroes. Yes. Should we do like super spoilery stuff? Like what? Like possibly ruining episode nine stuff. Ooh. Do we do that? I mean, let's do it. Okay. Because this art at the top of Kylo Ren and Rey seduced me into doing it. <laughs> A recent thread on Reddit. All, all it takes is Ray Lou art. Ray Lou art. That's all it takes. Came over, man. Came over. Someone claimed me to have attended a Disney marketing conference that revealed some new information on their major products. Warning. Spoilers ahead. So this guy's Reddit post says, Recently I was able to go to a Star Wars marketing presentation by Disney where they discussed all things Star Wars for 2019. It was mostly focused on marketing, but they talked about all the different projects and showed tons of images and concept art. I realize I'm just some anonymous person on the internet, so take all of this information for what it's worth, but I just wanted to share. But I'm not exactly sure what info has already been made public, so some of this may already be known. Furthermore, I didn't take notes, and I'm going off of memory, so I'm sure I'm forgetting a lot of stuff. Anyway, here you go. The overall theme of their marketing will be focused on the legacy characters and really reintroducing them to the younger generation of fans. There's a lot of... There's a lot to the post itself, but I want to just focus on the episode 9 related material for this article. We'll be sure to cover the other claims later on a separate piece. In his initial post, he clarifies the year that episode 9 takes place in, along with a quick discussion of two repaired objects that Rey and Kylo make use of. Another droid bot buddy and promise that we'll see lots fix the fucking lightsaber. Episode 9. So plot info was pretty much non-existent here. They only mentioned that it takes place about a year after The Last Jedi. Only a year? What? They talked about the culmination of the movie being a battle between Rey and Kylo. Okay. They showed a ton of artwork of planets and characters. They said Kylo has his helmet back and it has been put together with red red adhesive. Kind of cool with the red lines going through it. Okay. They also talked about Ray's lightsaber and how it's back and has been reforged. Oh. They said the reforge is not shown on the screen, but there's a new droid. 
Its name is Dio, and it's some sort of psychic BB-8. Just a megaphone shape, if you can picture it. Beyond that, it's just a lot of artwork. Okay. So there's a lot going through up first and foremost. The times the time skip between The Last Jedi and Episode Nine is roughly the same as The Empire Strikes Back and Return. So it seems like the entirety of the conflict during the resistance in the First Order is going to remain in a relatively short time span, fitting considering that both sides have fewer resources than the Rebel Alliance and the Galactic Empire, while Kylo Ren will no doubt take his mask off again for multiple scenes in the movie. Reason wanted to reconstruct it, kind of going over some stuff we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. But then some, they said something else. Uh, when they asked about mysterious antagonists, they, this was his reply. Yes, I totally forgot about them, but they w- will definitely be in the next movie. They did show numerous pictures of artwork of them. I wish I had some bigger details, but they will play a bigger role than previous films. Well, I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm not a super fan like many of you. So a lot of names, details probably were wasted on something like me. They're probably talking about the Knights of Ren. Ones that have been absent. Yeah. And I'm sure JJ will bring them back. Hopefully. They're his baby. He kind of has to. Otherwise, it's just a dangling plot thread. Kind of like... Uh, no, I'm going to say it. Kind of like what? <laughs> kind of like what? Kind of like what? So, you want to talk about this Cassian thing, Chad? Uh, hold on a second. I got <laughs> I got to pull it up here. I was not prepared. Okay, so the Cassian show is getting a new producer. Uh, the Americans producer, Stephen Schiff. In another move to signal that Disney and Lucasfilm are looking for top talent to kick off their Disney Plus streaming service, Stephen Schiff, the producer behind FX's critically acclaimed hit series, The Americans which just recently ended, if I'm not mistaken, uh, has been hired to be the showrunner of the Rogue One prequel show starring Cassian Andor. Deadline broke the news that the Cassian Andor show, starring Diego Luna, obviously, (laughs) will be guided by Schiff's expertise. This seems like a natural fit given the Americans was based around espionage and operating in enemy territory. Jared Bush serves as the series creator and wrote the script to the pilot episode. Bush also developed a universe Bible for the show, Currently, the Cassian Andor series is in the process of assembling its team of writers as the show is likely to be set to begin production next year, likely arriving on Disney Plus sometime in 2020. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. So it sounds like we're right. We're getting getting our spy show that we want. Set in years before the events of Rogue One and Star Wars. (laughs) The show focuses on how the early Rebel Alliance gathered intelligence in the face of seemingly unstoppable enemy starting by enlisting the help of one ex-separatist soldier who's been fighting in war since he was a child. Bunch of fucking terrorists, the Rebel Alliances. Um, Rebel scum. Rebel Rebel fucking scum. Um, This is cool. I'm excited for Cassian. I'm excited for this next topic. I like... Then talk about it. Yeah, take the next Okay. I'm sorry. I keep stealing all the good stories. I'm sorry, guys. I feel like a dick. Um, so Galaxy of Adventures is going to be the new little uh, micro-series that uh, Disney is doing. Um, it's going to air on one of the Disney channels as well as on their website and YouTube. And it's kind of the next step <laughs> in the lineage of Forces of Destiny. Okay. In that it's like the little 
little chucked down versions of Star Wars. Uh, but now, it has what this exactly really is Star Wars. Okay, so we're gonna be here for a little while. <laughs> um, basically, <laughs> it's Shakespeare plus history plus theology plus philosophy plus daddy issues plus space. Huh. Interesting. Um, but the thing that I really like about the uh, Galaxy of Adventures thing is it has this really cool stylized anime look to it. Oh, anime from Japan. Oh, uh, oh boy. Um, it is fucking awesome. They had uh, one of the first little bits they released was of basically the anime version of the Rogue One Vader hallway scene. Oh, very nice. Stop it. <laughs> um, but it was great, and this looks really cool and really yeah. promising. And I want to see them do entire recreations of the movies in this style. Oh, very nice. That is not okay. You should not do that. You should not do that. <laughs> this podcast ever gets big and people start listening to old episodes, we be like, oh, hey. Who cares? Who cares? I know, I'm just fucking with you. But yeah, Galaxy of Adventure sounds really cool, and I'm super hyped for it. doing an interpretation of Nemodian. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love this. I love it. So, yeah, we're getting a producer. Cool. Cool, cool. All right. Who wants to take this author's story? And then I'll babble about Star Wars theory after that. Yes. Okay. So, more authors was announced for Star Wars Celebration Chicago. Today, StarWars.com is thrilled to announce that three more authors will be in attendance at the 2019 event. Giving you a chance to meet your favorite writers, to get a book signed, or simply to say thank you for expanding the stories in a galaxy far, far away. Guest authors will include E.K. Johnson, who penned Star Wars Ahsoka, Justina Ireland, the author of Star Wars Lando's Luck, and Zoreda Cordavo, who wrote the short story You Owe Me a Ride in the special anthology collection Star Wars from a certain point of view. I can't wait for the 40th anniversary of Empire so we get a certain point of view for Empire. The trio will join several other incredible guests, including previous announced authors like Timothy Zahn, the creator of Thrawn, Delilah Dawson, Phasma, Claudia Gray, Master and Apprentice, other titles. So fucking excited for Master and Apprentice. I already pre-ordered it on Audible. Other titles. Katie Cook's illustrator and co-author of Star Wars Search Your Feelings. Alexander Freed, author of the upcoming Star Wars Alphabet. Squadron. Squadron. <laughs> Kevin Scott, author of the Star Wars Adventures in Wild Space. And Jeffrey Brown, whose titles include the Darth Vader and the Family Coloring Book. <laughs> you had to give the sinister voice to that. I think you only read Darth Vader. And then you already committed to the voice, so you had to say coloring book. <laughs> I was actually, and I was waiting. Crayons. <laughs> I, I was, I was actually waiting for the the sinister voice for Star Wars Ahsoka. 
<laughs> yeah. Ahsoka. That's like Bosk. Best bounty hunter ever. IG88. <laughs> <laughs> Must we play his song? No. <laughs> oh, come on, man. We haven't heard that in a while. Go too much. Just talk about Star Wars theory. All right. So, uh, lots of cool stuff going on with Star Wars theory and his Vader fan series. If you guys haven't heard, uh, roll a little bit through your podcast feed. Not too terribly long ago, I sat down with Dupree Jones, the gentleman who will be playing Darth Vader for the fan series. He is one of the best cosplayers on Instagram. He's in the 501st. He's in the Rebel Legion. Uh, Darth Hater 23, follow him. He's fantastic, and he's a really sweet guy. Um, Star Wars Theory has started dropping trailers for the fan series. I have not watched them because I want to avoid seeing any of the fan series until I'm able to sit down and They're watch on the Naboo. Episode. They're on Naboo. I know that. Mm. But um, but if I didn't know, it would have fucking douche you are, TJ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, – yeah, it's it's shaping up to be really cool. He's dropped some posters. He has some uh, trailers out. So go check it out. Go check out the Star Wars Theory uh, Vader fan series. It is shaping up to be really cool. And um, we're probably going to have Dupree back on the show sometime. To talk Dupree about it But yeah, that's all I had to say about Star Wars Theory. Yeet skate. Don't call me Pete. Uh, uh. Well, guess what, guys? <laughs> That's it for episode 39 of the Do Back Discussion podcast. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for coming aboard, Chad. Thank you, Jared, for returning. We're actually showing up. Always. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, be sure to be check out Gornmore. First episode released on Friday. 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 Uh, it's about the 1976's The Town That Dreaded Sundown featuring – Yours truly, and Chad Chrisman, the Dark Lord. <laughs> so, Ooh, I'm wet. <laughs> also, visit dobackdiscussion.net for all your fandom needs. And like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, player.fm, iTunes, SoundCloud, Blueberry, and anywhere else you can find the Dubak Discussion. Yes. Also, make sure to donate to the Castle Toy Run that will be ending December 20th. You can donate at Amazon.com. Go in the search bar and type in Castle Toy Run at gmail.com, I believe. Something like that. Yes. But that's it for today's show. That's TJ Bowser signing off. This is Jared the Dark Jedi signing off. Be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DarkJedi2552. And hopefully you guys can come see TJ and I at Steel City Comic Con. See you guys on Friday. And this is Chad Vader signing off and just reminding everyone, wait next week. We will have the episode two of Goremore Podcast. We'll be talking about the 1981 classic, The Burning. That's, yeah, a, very, that's a very awesome movie. It is a very good movie. Cropsy! Cropsy! <laughs> Ooh, baby, do you know that? <laughs> Ooh, heaven is a place on earth They say